This is Navigating Your Retirement Radio with Travis Chance from CFG Wealth Management. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Travis provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is Navigating Your Retirement Radio with Travis Chance. Good morning and welcome back to another show of Navigating Your Retirement with your host, Travis Chance from CFG Wealth Management. Folks, as always, if you have any questions, comments, concerns, please give us a call, 877-269-0839. That's 877-269-0839. Joining us this morning, as always, the man, the myth, the legend, not just me, but Tony Shore. <laughs> yeah, I thought you were just describing yourself there for a minute. And then, <laughs> well, the the SEC tends to frown on superlatives, so you know I, <laughs> I, I actually have to throw those your way. Yeah, you can't give endorsements, not even to yourself. Yeah, yeah. I mean it's like it's like I know I'm great, but I can't tell anybody I'm great. <laughs> and you and you sure and you sure can't tell anybody uh, that uh, you can't have anybody come on and say you are great because right right yeah, yeah that would be a, that would be bad that would be a violation so we won't yeah. do that yeah no we won't we won't do that we're not going to have people on uh plus you know we got to keep your ego in check travis uh that is very true that <laughs> no, is very true i've never had I thought, a problem there yeah i thought that was my wife's job but uh evidently <laughs> it is not yeah <laughs> that's why that's why we have wives <laughs> uh that is true that is true uh yep yeah so, she, anyway. she keeps me grounded Otherwise, well, I'd be floating uh, up there somewhere in the uh, in the atmosphere. So uh, I'm excited about the show today, Travis. Uh, thanks for having me on. It's good to see you once again. And I love doing the show each week. What are we going to be talking about today? Well, Tony, I was actually going to see what was going on in your world, oh. but let's just dive right in. Well, let's, uh, let's dive right in. I've just I've had a normal <laughs> week. I, you know me; I'm busy. And I, how about you? Do you have any great stories to tell from your week? I don't have any PG rated that I can actually. I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, you've got you've got a bunch of little kids, so I'm sure there's crazy stories. Yeah, yeah. It's. Uh, I don't think we have any. Like nobody's gotten their arms stuck in, you know, stuck in something and had to go to the the emergency room or anything. The only thing I will say is, uh, and this this is you know obviously just kind of crazy, and my wife would probably kill me if she heard me. So so sorry, babe. Um, you know, one of the things that uh, that we did when we moved is we put uh, we put wired fire alarms in every room in the house, and you know, in the the old house we were in, we were we basically had the you know the stick ups, what I call the uh, battery killers, because basically they never went off. I mean, you could literally smoke the house up, and it's kind of scary because obviously it's a hazard, but you could smoke the house up, and the fire alarm would never go off. Oh, but no. then all of a sudden, the battery would die in the middle of the night, and you got to beat it with a bat on the wall and get it to get it to quit <laughs> exactly. beeping. You know, but uh, but yeah, my my wife, bless her heart, she uh, she is like uh, like last night she cooked. I forget what it was. Uh, I think it was maybe pizza or something. And um, and somehow or another, I guess she got to messing with the kids and you know helping them, and it burned. And next thing you know, she 
you know, I'm, I'm driving, I'm driving and I didn't, obviously I, I don't take the robo calls. So I didn't actually have the alarm system co- alarm company in my phone. So I cleared out the 1-800 number. Well, that's what it was. Well, then she texts me and she's like, call me now. So I called her and she was like, holy cow. And I can just hear the fire alarm going off. Oh, in the background. No. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, I, I got to deal with the kids. Please call the alarm system and cancel the fire department. So it was just, it was one of those things. And then, and then, you know, our local fire department, bless their heart. Uh, they had a, they had an actual call right down the road and I, I knew the captain and he came down, you know, just in his vehicle, not the actual, like, you know, everybody in their suits and stuff. And, uh, so thank God, no waste of resources there, but he came down and, uh, he, you know, knocked on the door and walked in and, my wife was like, hey, want some pizza? And he just started laughing. And he was like, holy cow. So anyway, it was just, it was kind of funny. It's just one of those things. But I told my wife, I was like, look, babe, you got to you gotta understand. This is sensitive, but this is good. Because, I mean, God forbid, you know, we we now have three children. If, if a real fire broke out, you need to know. So now we know beyond a shadow of a doubt that it works, no questions asked. Yeah, so. yeah well, it was a good test of the system. Yeah, well, yeah. hey, and you know, guess what we're talking about today? What are we talking about? Testing the system, how to plan for the next recession. Ah, not planning for a fire, but planning for the next recession well, or, or that, bear market, are, are, as we call it. Are they it. kind of the same thing? Yeah. Yeah, it's I an emergency. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's both an emergency. are dangerous. Yeah. So, uh, well, the reason, and, and honestly, I did not intend that story to correlate because I definitely would not have gotten the fire department to come over just so I could correlate a story to a well, nice to segue a, though. Yeah, but Hey, it just works. It, it's life. Go figure. Um, but you know, one of the things, Tony, we've, we've recommended and, you know, obviously the reason that I named the book, uh, navigating the storm is because, you know, I got the, I got the thought about, you know, uh, what happens whenever we see something on the horizon and we know that it could be kind of an issue. Uh, but, you know, in our area, we have either two we have either two face uh, faces in retire or in uh, in in hurricane or in prepping. We either don't think it's going to happen to us and everybody just kind of operates business as usual or everybody thinks it's going to happen. And then all of a sudden there's no gas, there's no chainsaws, there's no tarps, there's no bottled water, there's no bread on the shelves. It's like all or nothing. And I really think that's kind of like it is for for planning for recessions or planning for for retirement. Uh, it's because, you know, a lot of times and you think about it, go back to the 2000 through 02 crash, 03 dot com crash. Uh, you go back to 2008 and, you know, uh, I think there were probably a lot of a lot of people, a lot of retirees, a lot of pre-retirees that, you know, they were, you know, they were in the middle of of a great boom. You know, you had the dot com uh, run up and the S&P run up where it was, you know, earning 20 percent a year for four or five years leading up to dot com. Uh, you had the the housing boom that, you know, was leading up to the 2008. And it was like everybody kind of saw the flashing light on the car, like check engine soon. But instead of dealing with it, we just put a piece of tape over it. Mm. And that's what I don't want anybody to do going forward, because let me explain something. I am not 
I am once again, I am not saying or implying that we are going into recession anytime soon. But what I am saying is if you aren't planning for it just to be on the safe side, why not? Because uh, like like I've told you before, the last hurricane, you know, we had two cases of water. We had all the groceries, you know, we could eat the non-perishables. I had, you know, batteries and flashlights and gas for generators, et cetera. And whenever I didn't use it, I wasn't mad because I knew that I was still going to be comfortable, even if it was as bad as we thought. And that's really, you know, obviously our focus is on pre-retirees, five years and into retirement, and then obviously uh, current retirees and those that have been retired for some time. So that's really our niche. So so let's talk about it. What do we need to do? Well, the first thing we need to do, Tony, first thing on our checklist, our hurricane list, so to speak, is we we need to learn from the last the last mistake, the last 2008. Uh, last time the market had a 50% drawdown was from October of 17 or October of 07, excuse me, through uh, November or February of 20 of 2009. I cannot get it out this morning, Tony. My coffee has not kicked in yet. <laughs> That's okay. Uh, yeah, just lean over and bump my chair. So, uh, so from 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 May from May until October of the previous of the 07, you started to see some of the flashing signs, but nobody really paid attention. And then all of a sudden, when the market started to sell off in October and it cascaded into 2008 and, you know, obviously everybody references 08, but that, you know, the market fell just as dramatically in the first two months, three months of 09, almost as it did in, you know, all of 08. It just started to bounce and we got that that dead cat bounce, so to speak, and it, it basically started back up and then obviously took some time to recover. But the one thing I would really recommend if you are still working, all right, if you're listening to the sound of my voice and you're still working, my question to you is. I am. I'm listening to your voice and I'm still working. <laughs> are you within five years of retirement? No. Okay. So. I'm so, getting closer, though. <laughs> Every day. So, yeah, the, the more you work with me, the more you consider retirement. <laughs> yeah. So, it might be sooner than expected. <laughs> so for those who are five years from retirement or sooner, the first thing you need to do is what? You need to basically under, don't underestimate and understand what may happen. Because number one, you don't know what the width and breadth of that recession or economic downturn is going to be. I mean, don't get me wrong. I am not playing chicken little here, but there are some things that we have to address. A couple things right off the top of my head. We're $22 trillion in debt. Okay. That eventually you want to dance, you got to pay the band. Eventually that's going to have to, that's going to have to have a day of reckoning. We have economic growth numbers that are, you know, GDP this week came in at 1.9%. So that is consistently uh, starting to slow. But here's the thing. Who didn't expect that? Because, Tony, you can't have the the amount of growth that we've had and and have some of the, you know, the China trade tariff issues, um, you know, some of the some of the infighting politically that basically led to the shutdown at the first of the year. You can't have all these things and not expect and and expect the market to keep producing year over year quarter after quarter eventually it's going to correct now how much and and what's the width and breadth we don't know but 
one of the things that obviously whether the market corrects or not that you're going to have to have is what income because if you don't have income you don't have a retirement because what have what have you been saving for you know if you're five years and in towards retirement you've been saving all of your life so that you've been putting a building a nest egg that once once it now hatches you're able to have it start paying you versus you paying it. Well, what if that nest egg, you haven't structured it properly, and what if it can't? Or what if it can't pay you the level of income safely that you want? That's something you need to know. So if if you haven't taken an assessment of what your income needs are going to be, that's probably where I would start because then you can start to say, okay, so so this is how much we're going to need and be realistic. Don't underestimate. Right. Because, Tony, a lot of times I see people uh, and they they say, you know, OK, I ask them, how much income are you going to need to live comfortably? And the number that they give me is seldom the answer that actually is is the ending answer. Because, you know, a lot of times they go home and they say, OK, I, I didn't I didn't anticipate or think about insurance or I didn't think about this or I didn't think about that. So, you know, if if your numbers say five thousand dollars and I'm just giving you an example of today, if your numbers five thousand and you and your spouse, let's say you're going to you're going to be generating, say, twenty five hundred, three thousand dollars in Social Security. That means that you've got to be able to safely produce the difference of potentially twenty four thousand dollars a year, two thousand a month uh, for your retirement. Well, here's the problem. You know, uh, most people think, okay, well, you know, I've got two or three hundred thousand. That should be no problem. That's a huge problem because if you're going to produce twenty four thousand dollars a year, and let's say you're in your early sixties or mid sixties, you should probably have somewhere north of half a million bucks if you're just taking the Rambo blood and guts. You know, you're doing it yourself online. Uh, you really don't have an income plan. You're just kind of taking it as needed. You you need to have at least a half a million dollars or more. The problem is very seldom is the case that that's 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 the account balance, right? A lot of times 401ks and and there are some that are blessed with that, but a lot of times they're not. So what do we do? We we have to we have to be realistic with what income needs we have, what could be cut, what are some of the ways that we can help take pressure off of our portfolio because in the event that the market does sell off, and let's say, uh, let's say your your three hundred now becomes two fifty or two twenty. Well, that twenty four thousand dollars a year, if that's truly your need, is going to be a bigger and bigger and bigger piece of that. That's going to put pressure on the ability for that portfolio to recover in the event of an of an unforeseen recession. So these are some of the things that you really need to start thinking about and taking account of because. Guys, you know, Noah didn't build the ark when it started raining. He started before, and you've got to do the same thing. So, Tony, that's uh, that's the first thing I, th- I think we all need to do is just take an accounting of where we are and don't underestimate. Travis, great topic today. Are we prepared for a bear market, the recession, uh, when it hits? Uh, it's not if, it's when, uh, and nobody has a crystal ball, uh, as you've said in the past, Travis. But it is so important to have a plan in place that can deal with a big downturn in our economy or in the market, whether it's an overall recession or a bear market. Usually they go hand in hand, obviously. That's what they call a recession. So uh, you've talked about that a lot. 
Uh, our listeners out there are wondering where to, you know, what to do, how to get started. I mean, the starting point is really to work with a financial professional like yourself, I would assume, to get a written plan in place and see where your assets are allocated, right? Well, Tony, it's like anything else. You know, I had a I had a doctor uh, that's a client of mine come in my office and uh, we got to talking and and he said, you know, Travis, he said, I, I really don't know why people more people don't use financial planners, financial advisors, because he said, I never did brain surgery on myself. I never he's like, I never I never tried to operate on myself. And he said, could I do it? Sure, I could. Did I feel like I was confident enough? Sure, I would. But at the end of the day, is that a good idea? Probably no, not. No. And and a lot of times what happens is we're too close to, you know, we miss the forest for the trees, so to speak. We're too close to the, the fire. We don't see it. Um, and, and that's obviously what a what a financial planner does is the ability to to take a step back and look at the entire picture and say, OK, these are some of the areas that are right. And these are some of the areas that need to be addressed. And here's how we address them. Here's how we solve the problem, how we remedy, provide a remedy for the for the illness yeah. or for the ailment. Yeah. So um, I think it's uh, it reminds me of that old phrase. Uh, a lawyer who represents himself has an idiot for a client. Uh, there you go. There you go. Enough said. All right. So, so before the break, we we were talking about income, right? Yep. Because I, I, that that to me is the most overlooked, underplanned for topic in retirement, hands down, bar none, my opinion. So, so what do we do? the The next step is once you know what your retirement income needs to be, what you need to do, and is if you think about it. Tony, it's logical. The next step is if you have a finite amount of assets, which you will, because obviously your 401k is going to be whatever it is, plus or minus contributions and earnings, uh, or, or or actually market, you know, if it if market goes down, obviously it's going to go down, et cetera. But the first thing you need to do after you decide what your income is, is you need to stress test your portfolio. You know, you wonder and you think, you know, whenever someone is uh, is getting checked, or if they're you know if their heart's giving them issues, what are the, what's the first one of the first things they do? They order a stress test, right? They they put them on a treadmill. They're gonna say, okay, how much stress can your heart take before it starts acting up? Well, that's the same thing as your retirement. And the problem is most times people never stress test or put their portfolio on a treadmill and say, how much stress can you take? Because they just assume that everything's going to be great because nothing's happened in the last 10 years. Well, you know, as, as I'm talking about it now, uh, you know, I'm talking about planning for recession. Now, am I saying that there's one right around the corner? No. But if you turn on the news, that's all you really think about because uh, all the talking heads, the pundits, they say that's going to happen. But take some solace in this fact. They've predicted nine of the last five recessions. So there's that. Um, So what do we do? Stress test. Stress test your portfolio. There have been two 50% drawdowns in the last two decades. That That is an unheard of. If you go back and you look at the market... That is not, that does not happen, right? But we had two of them in less than a ten-year period, and there have been two in the last twenty because obviously with QE and stimulus and spending, we've kind of we've dodged a bullet for the last ten years. But now they're saying, okay, the recession's coming. So 
Next thing you need to do is once once you you stress test your portfolio, you need to figure out if if you think the end all be all and I'm just using it as an example. If you think the end all be all was 2008, then Tony, guess what you need to stress test your portfolio for? 2008. Yeah, because because if if that was the worst. Yes. If that was the worst period that you can think of, which it was for most people, you need to know, Okay, if if my portfolio had been in the same capacity as it is right now in that in that situation, what would be my maximum drawdown? And you can you can find that out. This is not this is not something that you you don't have access to. There are ways to find that out. So. If you're not looking at what's going to happen in the event that the proverbial fit hits the shan, you need to basically do that, right? Because that's the only way you're going to get some peace of mind. So you can say, okay, if I was retiring, if I was five years and in, how would the 2008 recession derail my retirement plans? And then you can start to adjust your sales, right? Because we know a few things. Number one, uh, most recessions, obviously, there could be there could be a deeper one, but most recessions are going to last between six and eighteen months at the max. So, so we need we know kind of a time frame, and if we start to change and tweak our portfolio to make sure that we're planning for this, it's only going to improve the probability of success. And Tony, I don't know of another way to do that other than having a plan. Because if if you're if you're trying to time the market, you're going to get whipsawed, right? You and I know I hear people all the time that say, you know what, if if so and so is is not elected or if so and so is not reelected, I want you to sell everything. And I tell them, I don't think I'm your person, because that's not how it works. You you can't get whipsawed and try to sell or time your retirement. But so many people do it, and so many people get burned. You need to pick a path that is right for you and you need to figure out in what time segments you need to plan for income and then you need to adjust accordingly, right? If the markets provide a a better return than what you were anticipating, then you have more flexibility. If they don't and they basically perform the way that you think they're going to perform, maybe as, as negative as it would have been in 2008, then guess what? You're still going to be fine. But Tony, that's the difference between, you know, the between having the peace of mind that's going to allow you to weather the storm and still have the retirement you want or having to settle for having to pick up the retirement pieces that you're left with. And the only thing that separates the people who are successful and the people who are not are the ones who made the conscious choice to go ahead and start the sacrifice of the time to plan today so that they don't regret it tomorrow. Right. And that's the key right there. And you know what? We're almost out of time. So I think that's a good place uh, to end the discussion for this episode. Uh, But Travis, why don't you tell our listeners one more time before we go how they can get a hold of you? Absolutely, Tony. Uh, Folks, if you have any questions, comments, concerns, if you haven't planned for the potential next recession, if you are five years and in towards retirement, if this is something that you're concerned with and you don't have a plan, my question is, why not? Because that's going to be the difference, in my opinion, on whether you have a successful retirement or whether you have the retirement that you have to settle for. Don't settle. You need to have the retirement you want. Give us a call, 877-269-0839. 
Or you can visit us on the web and submit a question via our website at chancefinancialgroup.com. We would love to talk to you and love to sit down and help you achieve that peace of mind you're looking for. All right. That sounds great. And listeners, that does it for today's episode of Navigating Your Retirement with our host, Travis Chance. Thank you for listening to Navigating Your Retirement Radio with Travis Chance. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Travis at CFG Wealth Management. Call 877-269-0839 or visit them online at navigatingretirementradio.com. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Advisory services are offered by CFG Wealth Management LLC, a registered investment advisor in the state of Georgia. Insurance products and services are offered through TL Chance Inc., an affiliated company. CFG Wealth Management LLC and TL Chance Inc. are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any government agency. See.